You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. There is a high likelihood that this time next year, you're going to be doing the same things rather than being someone better. How's that for an encouraging opener to this series called The Solution to Resolutions? Hello and welcome to the Serve Strong, Finish Strong podcast on the Mission Matters Podcast Network. Hey, if you're the kind of person who has always wanted to have your own podcast but feared all the work in editing, syndicating, and keeping up, I've got a great option for you to get your message out without all the extra work. Click on missionmattershost.com for more information. Let's focus on what you're already doing on a daily basis. You're putting on clothes every day. You're eating something every day. You're drinking something every day. Some of you may watch TV every day or you're checking Instagram every day. You go to work every day if you're lucky. Believe it or not, these are habits. Habits typically have a bad name for themselves. Yeah, poor marketing, I suppose. Yet, if it wasn't for habits, we would be nowhere. F.M. Alexander has quoted this saying, People do not decide their futures. They decide their habits, and their habits decide their futures. Now, some people may interchange the word habits with routines. So think of your daily routines. Go back in your mind to this morning when you woke up. You no doubt went through a series of routines. Now, when you string routines together, what you get is a day. My typical routine so far has been wake up, get a make coffee, let's see, journal, pray, reflect, check my email, social channels, then I get up, I shoo the dog off the bed, make the bed, get out the clothes for the day, take my medicine, put in my contacts, brush my teeth, shave, shower, and get dressed. Now, habits are either good or bad. Some habits you've already engaged in will help you in the next year. So this coming year, habits that you have formed will serve you. But some habits have been and continue to hold you back. They keep you from your potential. But this episode isn't the place for digging into habits themselves. That's a whole different series. What I want to talk about here is the mindset behind the formation of habits. If you were to take a snapshot of your life right now, it would reveal a mixture of good and not so good. The fruits of accomplishments achieved alongside untapped potential for even greater accomplishments that have yet to be realized. The old adage says, the habits that got you where you are today are not the habits that will get you where you want to go. Or another slant is, the habits that got you into your current mess are not the same habits that will get you out of it. So here we are. We're fast approaching the end of another year, and we're facing the upcoming new year. You want to go deeper. You want to learn more. You want to have greater meaning, get to the next level. However you want to phrase it, there is a desire deep within you to go to the next level. 
So go back to my morning routine that I shared earlier. I want to fit in a mile walk in there somewhere. I want to meditate more deeply. I want to give my body more time to wake up before I give it caffeine. Somewhere along the line, I, I heard that that's a good thing for you to do. Now, for the, to make these changes, I'm going to have to stop doing some things and start doing things. I'm going to have to do things differently. I'm going to have to create a different morning routine. But I'm going to let you in on a secret. I have been wanting to do these things for a long time now. I've started a new routine, but I've always seemed to slip back into my typical waking routine. So let's go behind the scenes and see what's going on when we make a resolution and stick with it as opposed to making a resolution and quitting. A few years ago, I read a book that has fundamentally changed my perspective on setting goals and making changes. It's written by James Clear, and it's called Atomic Habits. Many of you that I've talked to have already read this book or heard about it. There are a lot of great parts in it, which I have now since read multiple times. I have a Kindle version, I have an Audible version, and I have the, have the print right here beside me. One concept in particular stands out head and shoulders above the rest of the book, and you'll find it in chapter two. To set it up, imagine a dartboard. We'll call the outer rim of the, of the dartboard outcomes. The intersection is process, and the bullseye is identity. So we've got outcomes, process, and identity. Outcomes are what you get. Processes are are what you do. Identity is what you believe. These are the three levels at which change can occur. They can occur at the outcome level, the process level, or the identity level. Now, outcomes are the results, such as losing weight, publishing a book, let's see what else, winning a oh, winning a championship like the like our local school just did in the high school football. Most of you, me included, set goals associated at the level of outcomes. The second level is process. The process level is about changing your habits and systems. For example, a new routine at the gym, maybe decluttering your desk for a better workflow, or developing a new meditation practice. Most of the habits that you build are associated with this level of change. So we've talked about outcomes, process, but the deepest level is about your identity. This is what I want to talk about today as we set off this fourth or this four part podcast series. The deepest level has to do with your identity. This is about changing your beliefs. For example, your worldview or maybe your self image, your judgments about yourself or others. Most of your beliefs and assumptions and the biases that you hold are associated with this level. So again, we have outcomes, process, identity. Outcomes are what you get. Processes are what you do. Identity is what you believe. All three of these levels are essential. But as James Clear points out, the importance comes in the direction 
that you travel to make change. Some people go from the outside in, and the more successful people go from the inside out. Outside in is called outcome-based habits. You start with an outcome, start a process, and hope the identity follows. Or you go from the inside out. You start with your identity, you take the necessary steps in the process, and outcomes take care of themselves. To quote James Clear, many people begin the process of changing their habits by focusing on what they want to achieve. Let me repeat that. Many people begin the process of changing their habits by focusing on what they want to achieve. Most people don't even consider change when they set out to improve. They just think, I want to be skinny, which is the outcome. And if I stick to this diet, then I'll be skinny, the process. So they set goals and determine the actions they should take to achieve those goals without considering the beliefs that drive their actions. They never shift away and look at themselves, and they don't realize that their old identity can sabotage their new plans for change. Here's a key point. Behind every system of actions is a system of beliefs. Behind every habit is an identity. Here's another key point. Behavior that is incongruent with the self will not last. Now, we're getting into the reason why most research indicates that 80%, give or take, of all New Year's resolutions fizzle out by the second week of February. 80%. What are the other 20% doing? And how can we tap into what they're doing? Let me repeat that key point again. Behavior that is incongruent with the self will not last. For example, if you set a goal for more money in savings this new year, but as an identity you are a spender, you're continually being pulled towards spending than saving. Let's say you want to be healthier in this new year, but you continue to prioritize comfort over accomplishment. If that's you, you'll be drawn to relaxing rather than training. So it's hard to change your habits if you never change the underlying beliefs that led you to your past behavior. You have a new goal and you have a new plan, but you haven't changed who you are. This is the trouble with resolutions. We begin by focusing on what we want to achieve instead of focusing on who we want to become. Here's another key point. The solution to resolutions starts with a shift of identity, not a shift of behaviors or a shiny new goal. Here's how James Clear explains it. Imagine two people resisting a cigarette. When offered a smoke, the first person says, no thanks, I'm trying to quit. Now that sounds reasonable, right? But this person still believes they're a smoker who is trying to be something else. They are hoping their behavior will change while carrying around the same beliefs. The second person declines by saying, no thanks, I'm not a smoker. Small difference from the first person, but this statement signifies a shift in identity. Smoking was a part of their former life, not their current one. They no longer identify as someone who smokes. 
So I ask you, which one is operating with a typical New Year's resolution? And which one is operating under the solution to resolutions? That's right, the second person. As you contemplate your next level in life, think about it. If you have a goal that is outside of who you are, then life and life will take over. There's no doubt about that. When it does, you will most likely give up. But if what you want to achieve comes from a shift in your identity, when life takes over, you will have a much greater chance at sticking with it. Here's another key point. The ultimate form of intrinsic motivation is when a habit becomes part of your identity. It's one thing to say, I'm the ter- type of person who wants this. It's something very different to say, I'm the type of person who is this. For example, the goal isn't to read a book. It's to become a reader. The goal isn't to run a marathon. It's to become a runner. The goal isn't to learn an instrument. It's to become a musician. So I want to issue a warning. Watch out. What you are doing is most likely a reflection of your identity. It's an expression of the type of person you already believe that you are, either consciously or non-consciously. Clear sights research that shows once a person believes in a a particular aspect of their identity, they are more likely to act in alignment with that belief. When your behavior and identity are fully aligned, you're no longer pursuing behavior change. You're just acting like the type of person you already believe yourself to be. I'm going to repeat that because this is so critical for us to get in, in our minds. When your behavior and your identity are fully aligned, you're no longer pursuing behavior change. You are simply acting like the type of person you already believe yourself to be. How many of you have a hard time getting up in the morning because you repeatedly said to people, I'm not a morning person? Well, true or not, your behavior is ultimately going to match your belief. Or maybe you continue to fail at remembering people's names because you've always said, I'm bad at remembering names. Or the resulting behavior when identifying as a person who is always late. Or, I'm horrible at math. Or you fill in the blank. Whatever you say about yourself, behavior will follow. What's more, this behavior and identity thing, this is a two-way street. Your identity emerges out of your habits and your habits feed that identity. It becomes a cycle and it can be a vicious cycle downward if you believe you are someone that is not congruent with what you want to do differently. However, if you think of yourself right now, you believe it because of the evidence. If you go to church every day for 20 years, you have evidence that you are religious. If you get up every morning to run, you have evidence that you see yourself as healthy. So here's the deal. You can start next year with a desire to change something to be better. Yeah, that's fine. Or you can go to the next level of your identity and ask yourself, who do I want to be? 
then every action you take will be a vote for the type of person you wish to become. These little habits add up, just like votes. Votes add up. Your small habits can make a significant difference by giving you evidence of your new identity. So when thinking about the next year, this year coming up, keep these three words in mind. Mindset, lifestyle, identity. If you're not driving and listening to this podcast and you're able to grab a three by five card and a pen, I urge you to do that and write these three words down. Mindset, lifestyle, identity. Then tape the card to your mirror so that you can see it every morning and every evening until the end of the year. Ask yourself, what kind of mindset do I want to have? What is the lifestyle I desire in this new year? And who is the person I want to become? Now, with that said, the next episode, which is part two of this four-part podcast series, we're going to dig into what really happens when we embark on change. Next episode is all about change. You won't want to miss it. The information I will share will provide the awareness that is critical for you to break free from the debilitating effects of New Year's resolutions started, New Year's resolutions died. This has been another episode of the Serve Strong, Finish Strong podcast. I'm Scott Kokenauer, and as always, I'm grateful for your time because I know there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, and you've chosen to give me a little bit of your time. I consider it a tremendous honor. Be sure to visit the show notes for any information referenced in this episode, and subscribe to the podcast to get notified of new ex- next episodes. I would love it also if you'd share a review as well. That way more people like you and me can hear about this podcast. I'll talk to you next time. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.